Hey, what's going on? Greetings and good day, and welcome to another edition of Birds All Day. We're talking all about your Toronto Blue Jays, who insist on uh, continuing to play games. Uh, they, in fact, played two games today, uh, which meant they man- they managed to lose two games today. Things are not good in the land of the Blue Jays, but here we are anyway to break it all down, to offer uh, rays of hope on this uh Blue Jays podcast called Birds All Day, which you may or may not know. My name is Drew Fairservice, and joining me to be the ray of sunshine that he always is, uh, as always. Uh, old Reliable. Uh, old Reliable, Mr. Andrew Stoughton. Stoughton, how are you? I'm demoralized, frankly. Demoralized? Yeah. You know, I woke up today, and I thought, Jesus, you know, Martinez, Adam Wainwright going for the Cardinals against Latos and Casey Lawrence. I mean, I'm expecting this not to go well. Uh, and then it somehow managed to go so badly that I find myself demoralized. I think you're looking at it all wrong, sir. Yeah. Look at all the good things that came out of it. Matt Latos pitched pretty well. Sure. Casey Lawrence ate up innings like a professional innings eater. <laughs> Matt Latos was trash, and it was very fortunate that they did not get to him. But... Sure, his results were nice. Well, Lawrence, we're, this is the results business, baby. We're not talking about <laughs> it's not the it's the tr- it's not the tri league. Okay. Well, the I mean, we could parse the. Uh, I think it was the Blue Jay Hunter himself was showing some some highlights, some things of uh, uh, the record the Jays have lost by seven run games by one run and and five games by two runs and three games by three. Runs. Like they're not getting blown out, but they're losing. Yeah, you know what? They're losing all make, those uh, Make a proposal and send it to me fucking first week of October. About all the games they should have won. Like, who gives a fuck? That's, no, that's exactly it. <laughs> um, what I should say right off the top mm-hmm. is that uh, it's Birds All Day. It's a Blue Jays podcast, as you may or may not know. Uh, more importantly, it is a Blue Jays podcast that is this week brought to you by McClellan and Stewart and their newest book. On joy and the beauty of baseball, baseball life advice from bat flips to bandwagoners and the politics of booing to finding solace at the ball, ballpark. Uh, a plucky young upstart art uh, author named Stacy May Fowles uh, gives us a refreshing, candid, and unabashedly enthusiastic perspective on all things baseball. Uh, I'm told it's a must read for both diehard and casual are fans. You re- are you reading copy? I'm not. I uh, they, this this week's podcast, this week's edition of Birds <laughs> All Day, is in fact brought to you. By that, by by McClellan Stewart's newest book, Baseball Life Advice. Uh, so it could be copy. Mostly, I want to read as much as this because um, most people who who are listening uh, and you don't know that Stacy uh, listens to this podcast every week. <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> so I'm she hoping claims, that yeah. she is right now either at the gym or because the weather's nicer, she's probably out for a run. Uh, I hope her face is beet red. Like I, this is probably the most embarrassing part of all of this. The junket, uh, we, you, obviously everyone who's listening knows Stacey May and her work very well. Um, and if you haven't already, please go forth and acquire the book, which is, of course, which is uh, uh, the, the official sponsor of the, of the show this week. Um, but yeah, congratulations, of course, to Stacey, who, who contributes to Blue Jays Nation, much like yourself. Much like. And- Occasionally I do, yeah. <laughs> when there's something to write about. If anyone is going to be able to find the silver lining in this week's um, series of crushing defeats, uh, it's her. Uh, I'm sure she will find something positive from which to extract. Or at least something interesting 
Well, that's 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 what she does, and she does it better than anybody else. So go get the book by uh, McClellan and Stewart. Uh, what is it about a tiny white bat or something? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just reading more copy. <laughs> there was just a to... lot of there was a mountain of copy. Yeah. At, uh... Well, everyone's you know everyone's on their grind. They got to be at their grinding. Yeah. Hey, if somebody if they want, if it wasn't us, if it was somebody who didn't know anything about this venture, uh, this would be great background for them. But it was hilarious to be like, here, here's all this ad copy. You need to know all this. It's like. Uh, He's been writing for Blue Jays Nation for a year. Like I think I, we've been Twitter friends for a very long time. I think we're okay. Stop uh, drilling. Yeah. You hit oil. Stop and Stewart. And you're yeah. it's just spewing everywhere, leaking like a sieve. Go buy that uh, like book. the Toronto Blue Jays and their chances for, in the uh, 2017 season. Uh, the chances in this in, 20, in the 2017 season. So do they have any chances remaining? Yeah, of course they have chances remaining. I mean. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, of course they do. I, I did like those. So you said you said silver linings earlier. Somebody on Twitter uh, said to me the silver lining about Osuna was maybe he's going to pitch so badly that they could just take him out of that role and make him a starter again. <laughs> I'm like, that's ghoulish, but well, they'll sure. need someone to be in the rotation when they trade Hap and Liriano. <laughs> Uh, and Estrada, Hap's, Hap's still around next year. You know, theoretically. Oh, okay, I got that backwards. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. All the more reason to trade him now. Uh, extend Estrada, uh, Marco Estrada. You mean Jay Hap, whose arm has currently exploded on him? Right, yeah. right. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I think this this is it. Um, there were a million reasons that they got off to a slow start, and there are a million different reasons why they're losing right now. You look at the lineup that they yeah. ran out in the second game of a doubleheader, uh, which again is sort of like a suggestion that the team is old, um, because the lineup was very different. You know, no Russell Martin, no Jose Bautista to start. Let's give you just uh, being but a the veterans manager, though. Come on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I think at the end of like the other thing to remember is just like that the team is old and and allow a lot of the guys in the team right now are bad. Right, Jared Saltalmaki is so bad. Yeah. He is so, so bad. It, it's the, almost... So the team is bad. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, basically, at the beginning of the year, they had all the right guys in place, and they were losing. And now they're losing with a shitty team. Yeah. Right? So if, if it was the other way, if they had the regular guys in place, and and, and they were winning, and then they got hurt, it'd be like, okay, they can mount you know uh, this furious comeback once... The, the regulars are back, but now they're like losing too much ground too quickly without having without being at full strength again. So now that Russell Martin's swinging at the bat better and Jose Bautista looks a lot better, that's great. But you're still waiting on Donaldson and Tulowitzki to return and Hap and Sanchez. Like there's just too many. There's just the strikes are piling up against them, uh, and it's not even May. What is is Tulo going to play first base when he comes back or what? Well, yeah, there's that. As well, I mean, clearly, I clearly his job has been stolen. Stolen by Ryan Goins, the best right, player on yeah, the team. That's correct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know that well, Tulo I mean, that that was out there playing street ball, you know? <laughs> that <laughs> I forgot how much fun it was, like all that stuff, about how Tulo was going to move to first base. Do you remember that? Like, the people were saying that with a straight face. Oh, yeah. No, people are really dumb. <laughs> it turns out. Um... It, but I mean, you, you, we're getting nice. You know, Chris Coughlin is is a, is a nice thing. I, I don't know. It's it's I, you don't want, I you don't want to blame them. You don't want to blame those guys, right? You, you don't 
You can't throw it at the feet of Chris Coughlin, or you can't throw it at the feet of Darwin Barney, or Ryan Goins, or, or even Justin Smoke, right? Like, Justin Smoke is bad, and you're asking him to not be bad. And Steve Pierce has never been a full-time guy, and you're like, well, he was a 5-1 player once, so let's he'll just do that again. Like, when, when you lose the best player, the second or third best player in the American League, and the other good players get off to a bad start, you're left with a bad team. Yeah. I think that's, there's no other way to look at it. No, you're absolutely right. You're right. And it, it's just, it's so, that's what's so frustrating about it. I mean, it would be frustrating no matter how they were losing. But, yeah, to look at today, for example, these two, the doubleheader here in St. Louis here on Thursday, uh, you know, they they weren't that they weren't that bad. And they, you, what happens, you know, you, you lose because Osuna blows up because he ain't right. And, you know, Casey Lawrence struggles at the start of that game. And, and that's why. But otherwise, you know, you get a decent pitching performance in the second game. You have a normal Roberto Osuna or a circa 2016, 2015 Roberto Osuna performance. And you're fine, and it's just, you know, it, it just, it it magnifies the fact that the margin for error is so thin. You know, you can lose a game like that and it not be soul-crushing if you weren't fucking 6-14 and 14 coming into the day. Uh, but you were, and now you're 6-16, six and 16, and it's just like, what a nightmare. Uh, because they just, they can't lose that much ground, like you say. They, they, time is not infinite. It's like, it's like, oh, 162 games is a long time. It's like, yeah, but the best teams only win... Six of every ten, so it, to make up all this lost ground is going to take a little bit of time. And uh, they have to win to six out of ten. They have to win six out of ten now, just to get to ninety wins. Right. Like it gets late early when you are ten games below five hundred in April. Like you have to. You have to. Like the math is obvious. We don't need to spell it out. You, you, there's what five months left in the season. You got to be at two games over 500 every game, every month just to get back to 500. I, I don't know. It's just it's, yeah. It's not good. It's not. It's not good. It's not, it's good. not good. Fucking. It doesn't mean that it's over, and getting, it doesn't mean that getting dragged that, that, by C. Trent Rosecrans. I don't think I think that was more of um, <laughs> no. Well, I, well, I think that was real, gen, I think like, that was heartfelt. I think it was genuine, but still, it, it hurt. Uh, that's of course uh, the, the Reds sec- beat reporter who said that watching the Blue Jays makes him sad. And did I mention I cover the Reds? The the second uh, like the lineup in the second half in the, in the second half of the doubleheader was like truly awful. Like when you take Martin and. Bautista out of that team. Like, what's left? Like, it's not pretty. Nope. It is not pretty at all. And then they lost. But, I mean, and, and it started off awful, of course, but then it slowly came back, and it came to Morales, uh, hit a home run, and, and uh, what's his name? Like I, like I mentioned, Casey Lawrence, he sort of just kept going out there and soaking up innings and struck out one guy in five innings and gave a lot of 13 base runners, but... You know, he did a job. He did the job that he was asked to do, and the Jays had a chance. They had Jose Bautista come off the bench, and and then uh, it didn't work out. He had to face Brett Cecil, who fooled him with a two-one curveball, and then next thing you know, he's out. Uh, but I mean, again, the, the the signs are pointing up. Bautista looks better. Russell Martin hit a nice uh, hit a home run. He's obviously uh, swinging the bat a lot better. Yeah, if they had three, but there's just too many holes. Season, you can't. I would I would be like, I think they might be able to figure this out. I, I would be completely fine about it. And I'm mostly fine, but yeah, the, the the number of games is is finite and it's important. Steve Pierce is um, uh, weighted runs graded plus for the year, all the way down to 
two. Was quite, um, I was quite proud of my tweet the other day. Steve appears to be terrible. That was a pretty good tweet. Let there be no doubt. He's already been worth like tweets, negative five offensive runs. He's he's a half win below replacement. Um, that's not who he is, and he's going to end up with you know Steve Pierce ish numbers. <laughs> but it's too not late. Twenty fourteen Steve Pierce ish numbers, but well, yeah, that's true. Is it, it's too late though. You said. Well, like he needs to. I don't know. It's too late. It's not too late, but it's getting pretty much. It's getting pretty close to too late. Um, because again, you, you, when is Sanchez back? Right, he threw a bullpen, so he's getting close. When is Hap back? How much it longer can you like keep running out Casey back. Lawrence and Matt Latos? No, they got to do. They got to do better than that. I mean, Latos. One of them is okay. Two of them is tough. Mm-hmm. One of them is still tough. That's what the frustrating thing is, too. Though you know, it, there are components of this team that look like this should work, right? You know, the Strowman's been. Excellent. Uh, Liriano's been fine. Estrada's fucking amazing. Guys in the bullpen, most sometimes they've been pretty good. Sometimes they've been trashed. Uh, you know, it feels like over the long haul, they should there should be enough here for it to work, and that's what everybody sort of thought going into the season. Unless you're, you know, the the piss out uh, variety of people. Uh, and yet, yeah, it's. I mean, you can't you can't withstand too much of this losing. But but like. I don't know. It's it's difficult. It's nobody should be betting on them to win the damn division at this point or to make the playoffs. But I don't know. We got to do this anyway. We're not turning this car around and going home. I mean, we just we just got to soldier on and see where it takes us. There, it's taking on a bit of the vibe of like uh, the oh six oh seven oh eight kind of era teams, where they will end up. You know they have a lot of talent, and there'll be a lot of head scratching and pointing of fingers. And then at the end of the year, they'll end up with like that eighty-three or eighty-four wins, but it won't be enough. But there'll be there'll be a time in August where it's like, oh, geez, we're only five games out of a out of a wild card spot. Um, but yeah, there'll be that, you know, I, six I teams. About, I wrote about that earlier this week. About was it 06 where they won ten in a row, like in late or late August, early September? And it, it was oh eight. Was it oh eight? And then they still had yeah. like four left with Boston or something like that. Maybe six left with Boston when they were seven games back. And then it was like, oh, they might be able to do something here. And of course, it's not really how it works. <laughs> but but yeah, it was one of those years where you look back and see the overall record and think, yeah, one of those dog shit mediocre years. But there was there there's still fun in there. I mean, this is it. it just it sucks that at this point we're like. Huh. What are, what are we going to find to make this season enjoyable? But it's almost getting to that point. I mean, it's hard to get up every day thinking, all right, this team's going to be a contender. Well, the, the pieces, I think we've talked a little bit about this before, and I've joked about it as well, about, you know, where is, if, if they, say, decide to make some moves um, uh, that are not necessarily win-now moves, uh, how, what's the makeup of the team going to be like? How are they? How is it going to be received by some of the members of the team? Uh, because the team yeah. is old. The team—it's a veteran team. So if you deal a couple guys, what are the rest of the guys going to be doing? And then what's the what's the plan for for twenty eighteen? If that if that's where we we are, which I don't think we need to. I don't really want to get there. I you know I there's a big part of me that wants to that wants to grope around like an idiot grasping at straws and hoping for um you know silver linings 
I don't know that they're coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, when you get Josh Donaldson back, and you get Jay Happ back, and you get uh, um, Aaron uh, Aaron Sanchez back, and you get Troy Tulowitzki back, well, yeah, then you have a good team again. And, and then if you can make a move, even a minor move, to improve left field or to get Zeke the hell out of the way or whatever it is, um, you have the you have a good team. You have a team that was that was two wins away from the World Series last year, but. That team still has a huge, uh, now a 10 game hole to dig out of just to get to 500. And the, I mean, a thing that Dave Cameron brought up in his very, very early uh, The Blue Jays Should Rebuild piece is that you're not even, you know, we talk about it in terms of the 162 game season, but it's really, you know, cut off about 60 of those games because the trade deadline is going to be really important. I mean, they basically have 80 games to look like it's worth not blowing it up or not blowing up as much as they can. And, and, uh, you know, the, these things that you don't want to talk about, and I don't really either, about going forward and, and what they do, what, what they make this team look like in 2018. Though I did, I wrote a bit about this this week and, and talked about, and we talked about this on last week's podcast, about the way the Red Sox sort of retooled and constantly retooled and didn't exactly blow everything up, but used to their advantage the, the fact that they had bad years. And that might be something that the Jays can look to do, which would mean... You know, not necessarily worrying about moving Martin and Tulo and Donaldson and guys who are here for a little longer uh, and looking to 2018, uh, which, which seems like a thing that I think they will do because I would say that they're already kind of doing it, right? I mean, it's like th- this is th- this year is them papering over their holes as best they can without blowing up their budget or their farm system, right? I mean, it's sort of this is going to be, I think, a holding pattern like this for a while. And if they have bad years like this, uh, like this might end up turning out to be, uh, then they can dr- deal away the the Estradas and the uh, impending free agents, the Lirianos, the Batistas, and hope that they have some value and maybe get something back and uh, and and maybe continue on like that without facing the big question, the Donaldson question, um, obviously, which is uh, the terrifying one. Uh, Josh Donaldson, the Josh Donaldson question, actually, uh, Michael Bauman wrote. Uh, nicely about it on the ringer about how you know you don't trade a Josh Donaldson when you get him because you aren't going to get him back and and it's such an integral piece and he's such a good hitter and, and even as he if he starts to decline or starts to um, age that he's still going to be very valuable I mean it's 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 I, I, I agree but again you don't want the last thing you want to do is, is see him walk for nothing uh, because the team didn't want to pay him. And then you end up with uh, where you could have bolstered the bolstered your uh, your farm system and gotten your gotten the team off to a, you know the rebuild off to a, a head start or a jump start, and instead you end up with with nothing. But uh, you know, I think that I think that the Josh Don- the jo- trading Josh Donaldson is something that doesn't have doesn't shouldn't really come up until the off season. Number one, um, you really want to see where you are, I think, and number two, give more teams a chance to be in on that bidding. Teams uh, again. I've mentioned the Rays, or sorry, the Braves before. Teams like that. Teams that have really deep farms and that might want to do their do just that. Get a jump start on on contention and 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 move the process along a bit more quickly. So, if that's an option, you know, not so not, not an in season option. Yeah. Hmm? So we are talking about this. <laughs> well, no, we don't have to. Talk. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Just sign them long term. You can afford it. Fuck you. They make they make a lot of money at Rogers. It turns out. Just sign him. Just sign him. Just sign him. I don't think that's a bad idea. 
I mean, just sign him and then allow the team to have a budget that isn't hindered by the fact that you felt it was necessary to sign him. Make an exception. That's how businesses work, right? Absolutely. That is absolutely <laughs> how businesses work. Fuck. They, you know, you just kind of do it on the fly and, uh, and you make very large budget decisions um, without really thinking about them. I think is best. It's best for everybody to do it that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it, if it comes to, you know, moving Liriano or, or, or Estrada, like we said, or even Jose Bautista, um, I don't know, it's, it's, uh, it, it's not appealing to think about. I'd rather think about the, the Blue Jays winning, you know, going 20-8 and eight in May and having the whole conversation changed again. Um, which is not beyond the realm of possibility, right? It's not. Right? No, absolutely not. I wrote about that today. It, it's, and their May schedule is soft, if you really want to look at it. You know, I think they have four with the Braves, three with the Reds. Uh, there's some other shitbag team in there, too. It's, it, you know, it, it's not out of the realm of possibility in the most abstract way, but even when you start looking at their schedule, it, it, they could win a bunch of games in May. They should. They are, they're a better team than a lot of teams, and every night they should be better than a lot of these teams uh it just hasn't worked out that way yet it's it's uh, it's the worst it is it is the worst it's like such a it's such a waste you know of you know you're only gonna get so many good seasons out of these guys right like uh they don't have that much left in the tank your tulos and your martins and your bautistas and and everybody else kendra's morales and and you know maybe this ain't gonna be a good season for any of them anyway but it, it just feels like you know, you did. It didn't need. It didn't need too many more things to happen. Too many extra hits. Too many extra. Uh, you know, just just breaks for it to not be so grim right now. I mean, a couple extra wins right now. If they were if they were nine and thirteen, I mean, the conversation is different. I think. Hundred percent. A hundred percent. And that's different. just. It's not that far off. It's that's what's so frustrating. Do you know what would have made all the difference? If the Blue Jays had signed Eric Thames in the offseason. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Every single thing would be different. Uh, food would taste better. Uh, the <laughs> weather would be better. Your children would be much better looking. Like, the entire world would be a better place if Eric Thames had signed with the Blue Jays instead of with the Brewers, who took a bit of a risk by giving um, Babe Ruth the three-year contract for $15 million. <laughs> uh, but, you know, they're rolling. They're rolling now. But... Um, I don't know. No, that no one player. That, and that's the stupid. That's the thing about it that you could you can't really pin. In no, some I, ways, no, Eric Jay, Thames. They would have been. They would be better if they had Eric Thames. They would have a better. They would be better. And they, they everything would be better. They would not have given all those at bats to Steve Pierce. They would not have given that money to Steve Pierce. They could have put Justin Smoke in a cannon and shot him to Saturn. Now, all <laughs> not of those quite things ready to write off the Steve Pierce contract after 20 games, but yeah. It would, it would have been nice to have not had him playing for these 20 games if he was going to be dog shit. Yeah. Uh, a wise man once said he appears to be garbage. So, <laughs> Well... What's up, fam? You know, baseball season is around the corner, and SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every Blue Jays game. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. 
There is nothing like seeing the best plays of the year in person. We've all been down to the games. It's uh, it's an incredible experience. With the Blue Jays, when they're great, uh, you want to be there. You want to be there in person. You want to be in the stands. And SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. You know, I have the app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I could be anywhere, just a few taps, I got my tickets to the game. It's uh, it's a tremendous thing, and it's not just the Blue Jays game. You know, you could go to Leafs games, you can go to concerts, comedy events, theater tickets, all sorts of stuff is on, t- on SeatGeek. Every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop SeatGeek tickets with confidence. Uh, and it'll just give you the most bang for your buck, plus... Listeners to Birds All Day, just like last year, you can get a $20 rebate off your first SeatGeek purchase. All you have to do is download the SeatGeek app, go to the Settings tab, and click Add a Promo Code. When you do that, you enter the promo code BIRDS, B-I-R-D-S, BIRDS. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. For real, $20. Holy shit. Do that shit. Download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code BIRDS today. But the point is, a nice, powerful left-handed hitter with great plate discipline in the middle of the lineup, who would ever say no to that? Um, no, but the point the point is, it's not any one guy's fault, right? Pierce has been bad, Smokey's been bad, or and then, and then he was not bad, and then Bautista's been bad, and Martin's been bad, but you don't, not one guy allows a team to lose 6 of 24 games, like, or we only win 6 out of 24, that's not, that's not one person's job, it's not yeah. because of Roberto Osuna, it's not because of... You know, the fact that they didn't re-sign Brett Cecil or the fact that they traded or didn't re-sign Ebene Carnacion. Like, all kind, all manner of shit has needed to go wrong for them to end up here. Which is not, despite all the things, as we said, I'm now, I've now convinced myself that the Blue Jays can and will, in fact, go 20-7 and 7 or 20-8 and 8 or 19-10 and 10 or whatever, some astronomical number in May, and everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. The ball, the roof will be open. The beautiful summer days will be uh, will be there for us to enjoy the ballpark, the feelings of the ballpark. I don't know. I'm just I'm grasping. I'm desperate. Uh, there is really no other way to be at this point. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's fucked. It sucks. But I think I I don't I don't think you're wrong that it's entirely possible that everything will be fine. It's just hard to, it's hard to see fun. that light at the end of the tunnel right now. When you get a strong fucking outing from Matt Latos and somehow Roberto Osuna pisses it away and you're getting, you know, fucking hits from Ezekiel Carrera and Brian fucking Goins and Kevin Pillar and Justin Smoke and you're still not winning games. Like, when those guys are going, you should be fucking crushing everybody because the other guys should always be going. The pitching should always be going. It's, you know, yeah, it's the worst. It's no fun. Uh, it's no fun for, I'm sure, for you to be covering the team every day. It's no fun for... Most days. Uh, every, hmm? <laughs> Most days, yeah. Most days. It's no fun for the everyone who's spent all win. I mean, I think that everything about this start is is bad because it's never going to be good, but the, I feel like a lot of so many fans and everyone were so much trepidation coming into this season, like, oh, I don't know... You know, the, you know, there was confidence, but also, you know, worry. The Red Sox make these big moves, and Chris Sale, and, like, he's unhittable. And and now, and then, of course, like, as we talked about at the beginning of the year, here, there are those stupid Yankees now are, like, good, and the Orioles are good, and this is all just trash. Everything, every single thing has gone wrong. Eric Thames comes back, and he's a monster, and he doesn't play for the Blue Jays, because nothing is ever allowed to be good. 
I can't I can't even take it anymore. The sound, the uh, the the levels of my microphone keep going up and down. It's making me fucking crazy. None of this is good. Everything is bad. And I want it to stop. It's yeah. When when dumb people are right for the wrong reasons and they feel empowered by it. Jesus, get me the hell out of here. Any other silver any other silver lines? Any other news? We is is there any news? We know anything about any of these injured people when when Aaron Sanchez may be coming back, when we can expect to see AJ Happ, or is it just sort of he threw a bullpen. I, we'll find out soon enough. I thought I saw someone tweet that Sanchez is in line for Sunday to start, but Hap kind of had a setback. But that was that was earlier today before I walked away from my desk in disgust and went and had a few drinks in the beautiful sunshine. <laughs> before the rains came. Yes, I had Quite a small window. Literally. Yeah. Hmm? I had a small window. Had to make oh, yeah. uh, had to make use of it. But yeah, no, oh, I, that's I mean. It, by the time anybody hears this, it may have changed, or or that may have been completely untrue to begin with. Uh, but yeah, it sounded like Hap is backed off a little bit because he was. People were really encouraged by that. He was like doing long toss, like a few days after the the MRI that he had, and seemed like it was going to be okay. Uh, I'm not entirely sure where that's at. I would have to start looking around for it. And I think Sanchez looks like he's going to be all right. But uh, but you know, who cares? Fuck everything. Pretty much. <laughs> the show's become so dour. Like, we it have really, nothing well, good to say there, about yeah, anything. What is there to say? Dwight Smith Jr. swinging, swinging a hot bat in Buffalo. Yeah, I see, right? all, I see all the prospect tweets. Yeah, I see the prospect tweets, and I'm like, nope, not now. No, it is not. It's not 2009-10 again. It's not the time to start believing in prospects just yet. I'm just, like, uh, getting real you. deep into the fucking system. I mean, people have kind of done that the whole time since then. These last seven years, it's been like, no, they're trying to win. I don't I don't need to, like, I don't need the false hope of Dwight Smith Jr. Uh, to compound my false hope that the Blue Jays are going to go 21-8 and eight in May. Well, it's the same. <laughs> it's the same. It's the other side of the same, uh, like, coin in terms of, uh, like kicking the can down the road, be like, oh well, well look at this guy. Like, no, 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 no prospect that the Blue Jays have. There's not someone who's going to be able to step in and make a difference. There's no one who's going to be step in and and right what's wrong or or you know unless unless there is unless, know, unless, unless, unless Vlad, Dwight Smith Junior is the left field answer. <laughs> unless Vlad Junior, they decide fuck it, just you're going to the big leagues. Let's go. Seventeen, eighteen, seventeen, eighteen years old. Just go for it. Let's see. What do we got to lose besides service time and development and our dignity? And who and was that, yeah. who was the last eighteen uh, year old put in the big leagues? I think it was uh, I think it was Bryce Harper. Probably yeah. Was was eighteen uh, when he played in the big leagues and and uh, it, Mike it's, was nineteen that same year. It is rare. Yeah, it is very rare. So, but it's not. It's not never. Rare is not never. So. I don't Bring think that's, it on. Yeah. I don't think we need that. No. I we think don't he's need I think that. he's better as a as as a as a wonderful dream. A Travis Snyder like dream. A dream where we're like, Eric Thames, fuck you, get out of the way for the great white hope. <laughs> Dave Cameron wrote a, he's he's written about Eric Thames pretty much every day all week. Uh I to get them Thames clicks, yeah. Well, you, you got to get the Thames graphs in full, in full force, <laughs> but you need to get hit, um, 
he basically said that like Thames always hit. He hit everywhere. He hit in college. He hit in the low minors. He hit in the upper minors. He hit sort of like he was a, above average in his first kind of cup of coffee. Then he didn't hit a little bit, and then he was gone. Uh, you know, in his fourth organization and whatever, and now he's back, and he's the best thing that's ever happened in the world. Um, but I think he's like Chris uh, Chris Shelton that year. Oh, enough. Enough out of you. Don't ruin my fun. Um, I think that despite the fact that the season is clearly over, there's no reason to act as though the season is over. I think that if Sanchez is on his way back and Donaldson hopefully will be back soon enough and and, um, Tulowitzki um, will make... He's only got one more DL trip this year to look forward to. Um, so once all that stuff's taken care of, you know, like let let them play. Let the weather, you know, the weather uh, will have warmed up. Let's see w- what they can do through you know mid May through to mid June. Then you know in, in June if they're still if they still are cannot win a game despite themselves, well then yeah then we can have more serious conversations. But there's still so much time left. Realistically, they're screwed. But practically, <laughs> you can't make any kind of. You can't make any kind of decisions. Large decisions are going to impact the the direction and the future and the development of the club until you see it, you know, out there operating as a finely tuned machine. So then you have because you, you can't trade Hap if he's hurt, and you can't or you can't trade Estrada if everyone else is hurt because then you don't have anybody to start. You can't be running Matt Latos out there um, unless you know the Jays. Maybe they'll they'll well they don't have the first pick in the draft. They they can't even draft Hunter Green. He's, some, he's going to be a red or a twin or something terrible like well, that. Well, speaking of the reds, like it, it's you know you're asking us to be Reds fans. Well, maybe this is the year. Put some put some weird shit on these spaghetti noodles and call it chili. Like I, I, I don't, <laughs> you know, it's tough. Uh, I know what you mean. Let's let it play out. Let's let's just see what this season has in store. But oh. Uh. Man, it, it just, it feels so phony because there was just so much legitimate hope that, that to start kidding ourselves now. Uh, there was legitimate hope that they were, they would at least be in the conversation. But instead of being in the conversation right now, they are the punchline. And that is not good. But the team is, deserved that consideration and deserved that place in the conversation and deserved... All of the people who picked them to make the playoffs, you know, all the experts or writers or panels or whoever else, um, that is deserved and earned. But the team, you know, they, they only had maybe, well, I mean, they've only played, what, 24 games? Is that what we're talking about? Six and six, 22 games? Six and 16? Yep. So how many games has Josh Donaldson played? Half right? those, Johnson, right? Yeah. Not even half of those, I think. But so... So yeah, let's 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 adjourn the blow it up conversation until <laughs> next the week's of June. podcast. Okay, yeah. until next week's podcast <laughs> when we'll kick the idea around like, oh, I don't know if they should trade Josh Donaldson because what they really need to do is to, um, I don't know what they need to do. And also, you know, Thames uh, left field, <laughs> the left field porch or the, the right field porch in uh, in New Hampshire for the left-handed hitters really inflated his numbers, by the way. Well, and you know, speaking, he was he could crush Double A, and now he's beating up on the Reds pitching all the time. So you know, Double A, Double A, it's all the same. Um, oh man, it, it, it doesn't hurt. Luckily, because I'm such a stan, like if it was if he was just a guy that happened to be an ex Blue Jay who <laughs> went through all this stuff, yeah. If it 
I would be like legitimately bummed that they didn't sign him. <laughs> um, but I'm now just like happy that he's performing so well. Like I'm happy on his behalf. Um, speaking of speaking of that, watching the Blue Jays cavort and hang out with PK Suvan the last couple days has been real nice icing on the fucking cake. Let me tell you how much I, I'm appreciating that right now. Well, it's, it's wonderful. Stupid, yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's like, oh, yeah, P.K. Subban's the best. Imagine trading him from your team. That'd be like trading Josh Donaldson when you have him, the ability to lock him down long term. I don't know. Uh, are there any, like, I think the thing about the bullpen, and the, I, I think of all the things that, that need attention, win or lose, the bullpen is probably the only one that's going to get it. It's really it's the easiest place to give attention at this time of year. Like the, so, yeah. the bullpen is worrisome, right? Yeah, I I keep coming back to I think you said last week or the week before, like uh, Joe Smith looks great until he doesn't, and mm-hmm. that, you know that's that's sort of the thing. And JP Howell looked like trash again, and uh, Osuna. If Osuna's not going to be Osuna, that's tough. And and you know I I don't know which broadcast was. Uh, uh, I had it on the radio for a bit when Osuna was blowing up, and uh, and they were talking about you know oh he's he hasn't really had a full spring training. He went to the WBC and then didn't pitch a lot, and then had the injury, so maybe he hasn't you know just built up that arm strength yet. But that just seems like it was it was grasping so hard. Uh, I I don't know I, you know I I do not I I don't know what to make of what Osuna is going through and how you know equipped he is to get over it or whether it's physical or not or whether it's uh worrisome or not even but yeah if if he takes a step back like he has so far this year then an already weak link is is gonna look even worse right i mean the you're right the the grilly has been grilly ish like not like not immediately after he was acquired grilly ish like end of last season kind of grilly ish which was not always the most fun to watch and uh yeah, I, I think the bullpen will probably be all right. I, I, it's not great. It's probably going to be addressed because it's easy to be addressed, like you say. But uh, I don't know. It's fine. It should. It, it's all. It all gets so magnified. I guess is where I'm kind of going with it. Because because just nothing is, nothing is working at the same time. Nothing. It's just, it's just dog shit. Frankly, it's just been such trash. Of all the, I feel like of all the cogs of all the pieces of the machinery you're less likely to rip off a 20 and 8 month with a totally dog shit bullpen um and if and it's which isn't necessarily going to fall the feet of roberto osuna but he's he's the only guy that would ever that even comes close to elite he's not you know the the jays starting this season and last season that they obviously have a bit of an unusual bullpen and that it's not just like monsters stacked one on top of each other which is what you see in some of the other pens, which would you see, for example, in like Houston, where the the team that is so clearly the best in the American League um, just has so many options at the back of the bullpen, and 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 then Cleveland as well, um, and then the Red Sox have got their own version of it. I mean, they got Joe Kelly throwing 105 miles an hour for God's sake, uh, but the Jays have gone with a different a different route in that regard. But it it, it needs to be bolstered even even if you're not trying to win this year just you know give give everyone a, a, a dash of hope <laughs> like by looking in a way to like look acting like you care no like, knock them 
knock them down a, a bit in the pe- in the pecking order, right? Like knock knock everybody back a bit. Make Grilly your seventh inning guy and be a genie that's the first option in the series. You know, get a get a real guy. Maybe yeah, I I hear you. Be a genie's fine. Be I mean he's, he's been all right. Yeah. I, it was just. It, it's I, again. I, I'll I'll make excuses for this this Blue Jays team and talk about how much of it is about seems to be about luck and it's like anything luck and timing, right? Biagini has done a great job, you know, um, not allowing home runs, um, as in his time as in the big leagues, and then the time that he does allow a home run, it's like a massive home run that is at an incredibly yeah. inopportune moment. Yeah. Not when he's pitching with a two run lead in the seventh inning. It's you know, anyway. Um, so I don't know. I, I just. I think I think that, and I assume that there's already been great uh, pains taken to address the bullpen at the very least, um, to just bring in some more people, bring in some more options, look around. For the member last year, the, we had our the Murphy Smith conversation. What was that guy? Was that his name? Murphy Smith. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the Murphy Smith cast. Yeah, for a while. Yeah. So, you know, just throw something against the wall, and then you see what happens. I mean, Ryan Tapera pitched real well in that long extra innings game against the Angels that I'm watching right now, but. Um, but you know, some people have been poor Ryan Tapera because of the stupid, the stupid intentional walks. He he got one guy out, gives up a triple, two automatic free passes, and then a grand slam given up by somebody else. He faced two batters, got one of them out, and allowed three runs. That's bullshit. So so Ryan Tapera's ERA is ruined for the year. But uh, I don't know. He's fine. He's throwing hard. He throws hard, and even Danny Darns came out there and was throwing yeah. ninety four today. Yeah. There, you know. There, I don't there's, there's enough there to make a mediocre bullpen for sure. No, it, if any God of them, bless. like with some sort of consistency, can be their very best, then then those guys could be something. But then there's just there seems to be too many days when, you know, you get hung for three runs, even though you faced two batters and only gave up one hit. That's I, I feel like in in some ways that Ryan Tapera's line score or, or line for for the second game. Or the first game in the doubleheader today kind of encapsulates the Blue Jays season. Somehow you manage to allow more runs than you than batters you faced. Like it just doesn't make any sense. But because of a technicality, those runs are on you, buddy. Wear it and earn it. And then that's kind of the Jays. Like oh well, everyone, no one's really been so bad that that we can dump it dump on your head. But guess what? Teams ten games under five hundred. Any either way, close game losses are all the same. Uh, I don't know. We we should. This is getting to be a bit much. A little bit. Yeah. You got anything else? Anything else we can talk about? Mm, not really. No. I do. I, I do have a, a. I can share a friend's story. If that's any good. Please like do. A, like a parting shot. So I was sure. Sure. To, I was talking to my buddy Colin. It's James related though, uh, and he. Uh, and I guess a friend of a friend uh, sends his kids to the same private school as Ross Atkins. And so Ross Atkins was at the same Super Bowl party as my buddy Colin. And Colin is not a Blue Jays fan. Uh, but his son, his son Henry, was there. He is a Blue Jays fan. And Colin's like, uh, Atkins was leaving and, and Henry, the, the you know, I think he's like 8 or 10. or I don't know exactly what age. But they're standing at the door and Atkins is leaving and Colin's like, all right, see you later, Ryan. Have a good day. And his kid just like fucking stink eyes him and is like, "It's Ross, Dad." And he's like, "Oh, calling me out right in front of the guy whose name I just completely botched." I found that charming. 
That is nice. That's that is a, that is a lovely story. That's I um, mean I don't have kids, so maybe that's a normal kid thing to do. I don't know. Kids are always mortified. They're always weird. My my youngest was watching the Red Sox and Yankees today. She mm-hmm. we had kept the I, I'm I'm shielding them now from the Blue Jays. That's how. That's you bad enough that you don't want them to not be fans. Yeah. No, well, it's bad enough for me that they're blue that they're Leafs fans that I have to. Then pick and choose the times when I have to. I'm going to inundate and indoctrinate them with with yeah. Blue Jays. They, they, Josh Donaldson. You know what? Have them have them watch the Leafs from like '87 to '89, and uh, they won't be Leafs fans anymore. No, no, so that's about it, what it, did it for me. Instantly cured of that. Watch the Leafs now. It's great. Look at those guys. There are all so many of them. They were hitting playing baseball. Did you see that? Man, hockey players are never not hockey players. I'll tell you that. The, that is the Jays true. shared the. Like who's I, I don't even know who half of them are. Mitch Marner and Austin, uh, Austin Matthews. Uh, he looked like a kid who grew up in Arizona. He had a nice looking left handed swing. I believe he hit a home run in BP. Um, the rest of them just look like a bunch of goofy hockey players with bad posture. I think bad hockey players have bad posture. Hockey, yeah, probably. Hockey generalize. is just the hockeyest of things. Is the thing about hockey. It's, it's not. Just, it, it, they're never going to be con- so accused of anything else. Yeah, it's just so hockey that it's it's. Staggering, really. <laughs> Paul, well, uh, is it, do you think it's a stick? Like bending over? Is skating all the time? Ho- one of my favorite things is watching hockey players run because they run like they're on skates. Like they're like, they got their arms going out the side. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't really have a party shot. My baseball season starts next week. I am Jonah, Beerbomb, and I are on a new team, which I haven't even put. We haven't thrown or done any kind of training or anything all year. Seems like the way to uh, approach it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Jonah's been desperate. Like, <laughs> can we throw? we got to throw. we got to throw. And I have just not been able to make it happen. So uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. New season. Potentially my last. So, wow. So we'll wow. see. Threatening to hang him up. I might hang him up. I might wow. hang him up. I, I am the David Ross, and, and he is the John Lester. <laughs> um, uh, and, I, and like David Ross, I can't hit. So maybe I'll come up with the David Rossi and you know big home run late in the World Series. That'd that be would fun. be nice. That'd be poignant. Yeah, we would all weep. We would all weep, and then I'd go on dancing with the fucking stars or something, just exhaust my fifteen minutes of fame. Anyway, David Rossi is great. He was a great guy to talk to back in the day. I did a story on the two of them, and it was awesome. A million years ago, when I used to do things like that. But anyway, that's enough for this. We've yeah. talked enough about the. This morass that is the, the Toronto Blue Jays, um, but still, turn the, when next we speak with you, it will be May and it will be time to turn the page, turn the calendar over, fresh start. Jays can win a bunch more games in May, go a bunch more games in eight, June. Yeah. Twenty-one and eight. Not only are we going to continue to improve, like the actual. <laughs> Degree, you know, their record. We're going to keep adding games to the schedule. Yeah. So, like, all oh, the Jays, the Jays are going to go 80 and 10 in May. <laughs> they're going to have won the, they're all, already have won the title. It'll be terrific. Anyway, uh, don't forget, and also thanks again to uh, the sponsor uh, brought to you by this week's show by McClellan and Stewart, the publishers of the great new baseball tome, Baseball Life Advice. Go get it. Uh, read. Stoughton, of course, at Blue Jays Nation. The Athletic and Vice Canada. Anywhere else? That seems to be about it. Blue Jays Nation first. Everything else. It all shows so. up on Blue Jays Nation. I mean, no, read them all. But uh, but you'll always well, yeah. get the links to the other ones on Blue Jays Nation. So that's 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 your hub. If uh, that's your hub, if you, if you care enough to 
follow their things that I write. And then we have other people writing too. Cam does a great job. Oh, of course. And, uh, and lots of social content from those those young, the teens. I get the, that I do get the teen teens things. doing the social content. Yeah, that's right. Nobody it's needs reading it. I mean, it would be terrible. But uh, the teens, they do a wonderful job. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, for Edge Toten, my name is Drew Fairservice. We'll talk to you next week, probably, on Birds All Day. <laughs> <laughs>